Can you even hear the music? I can because I'm sitting next to you. How sad! How sad is it that like my production quality is like me holding the phone up to the microphone? It's dependent <laughs> on <laughs> your iPhone. This is an Android. It's actually a, a oh. Google phone. What? what? I'm playing crazy in love, guys. Even though I'm not in love. There's no love in my life except for you, Jonathan. I, I love how you didn't say anything about being crazy. <laughs> well, but clearly I'm like, a psycho. I'm playing. We're doing crazy in love, <laughs> and I'm not in love. But I'm a crazy. Dot I, dot dot ellipses. I'm so crazy. I but you know what? I don't think I'm crazy. I think I just date guys that make me crazy. I think that's true. Yeah, and I you know, too. off mic, I've tried to hook you up. Kind of. We talk about it, but I need a real date. I need to actually go. We're going to have to start going out and just like hunting for people because you're single. We can go to Dallas. <laughs> What's in Dallas? My friend Eric. Oh, my God. That's right. He's cute, actually. He's really cute. Didn't you just go with... By the way, guys, Jonathan Kite is here. Oh, I have to turn my phone on silent now that I turned it up to play the music. Jonathan Kite is here today. Uh, Jonathan is going to be like part-time co-hosting now, i'm here more or less you're gonna be here i'm gonna have you here as much as i can i'm telling you i'm moving in he's moving in all we do is talk about our love lives anyway i think that's all we talk about off yeah off mic you mean that's oh yeah yeah, no, yeah yeah yeah. when we hang out if we recorded all our conversations i wouldn't need to have a podcast that that would be that would podcast. just be it if we we are a living reality show <laughs> not a produced one my life is worse than any actual reality show, I feel, right now. I have nothing going on. I'm getting audited. Did I tell you this? No. I'm getting audited by the IRS. I have no money. I have a bicycle. Wait a minute. For a is car. it a, the really the IRS? Yes. Because you know you get those calls about the fake IRS. What? Do you ever get those? No. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna <laughs> keep them and I'm gonna record them and, and we're gonna play one the next time. What is the fake IRS? They were like, You owe this, da 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 and I and I was and it, the first time it ever came through, I, I hit up my uh, accountant and um she was like, oh, yeah, just send it to me. And she's like, no, this is fake. This is nothing. No, I got a letter in the mail from oh. the real IRS. And they're like, here's what happened. OK, I travel so much for work. I write off tons of business trips. I mean, for comedy and everything. But I don't really I shouldn't say this on here because watch the IRS is going to go watch it. Here's what I do. I estimate it all in my head. I go, OK, I took five trips this year to five cities, 300 bucks a plane ticket. 100 bucks a night hotel. I just kind of estimate everything and I put a number in. So then when they want proof, I'm like, fuck, I don't really keep the proof. I keep everything. You do? Yes. God damn it. I, well, I have little accordion folders in my house in <laughs> oh like little boxes. You do? Yeah, just because Ugh. I am smart. No, <laughs> no, that wasn't and a grown up. I just I want to make sure that if there was ever an issue that I could prove it because I never wanted to like I think that I'm somebody that if I say something I want to be able to back it up just like uh, you know what I mean so I feel like if if I do that like like for my like I now I feel like a lying piece of shit I mean I I'm, I'm here you, from the from the IRS I know <laughs> I feel like I'm at going through an audit right now also they're questioning my mileage uh they're questioning my meal expenses I have to send proof of you're so in much trouble shit. if you're if they're questioning your mileage <laughs> well just so you know I was audited once before okay and the year I was audited I was married and actually my ex was like you he kept very meticulous records yeah. so that year was no big deal we showed up with all our records and they actually said oh you know the one thing that was off was your mileage and they dinged us for like 500 miles or something it was nothing it ended up being like Fifty dollars. I mean, it was like the dumbest bullshit. It was like they had to charge us something because they brought us in there. Yeah. But this time, since he left for good reasons, <laughs> now I I don't keep. He any, left because he didn't want to get audited. He didn't want to get audited anymore. He's like, my wife is a hot. It's like, mess. This is too much. <laughs> you know? So now you're like, I make things up. This is from 2015. I'm being audited. Oh, I keep stuff. I have. I look back. I have 2011. I still have tax stuff. Like, but you have actual papers. Yeah, I you mean, know I why? Don't... Because I think they can go back. Don't quote me on this. They can. Ten years. I know. No, I think it's like eight or seven. I think it's less than ten. That's oh, still God. more than five. I'm fucked. Is what I'm trying to say. No. I don't even. So my mom goes. This is a Kickstarter. Send money. <laughs> 
Guys, I'm getting... Take Quigley. <laughs> Seriously, send money to my Venmo. Um, that's why the other day I posted a nude photo on Instagram, which I've never done. You did? Completely. Well, you couldn't see nipple. I was laying on my side. Uh-huh. So it was side boob and side butt. But it okay. was in bed. And tasteful calendar is what we very, call that. <laughs> it was like Playboy. It was tasteful. But I posted it. And there was money on my nightstand. There was $2 on my nightstand when I, in the photo. So I wrote, like, $2, really? And then I tweeted, like, if you want to contribute to the nightstand fund. And a few people did send me money to my Venmo for the photo. And I was so thankful. So if you want more of those photos, send money to my Venmo. That's, that's basically what I'm trying to say. If that's- you want <laughs> none of those photos from me, which is pretty uh, – it's a given, send money. Or I'm going to start posting those photos. With, I would love with that. With coins. Oh, God. With, like, rolls of quarters, like, on the way to a coin star. What if you're naked, but next you're just to holding a, coin star? A, a bag of quarters, and you're standing next that, to a coin that's, star? That has, like, the dollar sign? Yeah. Like a Scrooge McDuck bag? Yes. We should go shoot that. There's one of my A sack ropes. over my sack? <laughs> and I go, both sacks are money. I'm so into that. That's I my new album cover. Not for comedy, for I can't, jazz. I can't believe you save everything. Well, fuck. All right. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I'll figure it out. I will figure it out. I'm, by the way, I'm looking for my ad, if you're wondering why. For the people watching, I'm doing a video, too. I'm looking for my ad this week is for RX bars. Have you ever had one? I think I have had an RX bar. I'm addicted to them. Like, so much that I eat, like, two every day. They're so good. I, I'm not even doing the ad right now. I'm just telling you about yeah. it. Let's go back to, uh, well, first of all, you weren't here. What's last, in RX bars that, that you think makes them so addictive? All right, fine. I'll just, I'll just, you know what? I'll just tell you now. I'll just do the ad now since we're talking. Well, I'm about curious. It. Just, yeah. I am. Um, What's know what? in them that makes them so addictive? Yeah. I think it's the dates. I love dates. There's lots of dates, and and the protein is egg whites. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's what it is because I hate soy. I try to avoid like soy. Mm-hmm. All right, me I'm, too. I'm just gonna read the. I'm just gonna do the ad now because I'm. I really am obsessed with them. I buy them all the time. They sell them in airports now, so they're good like airplane snacks. Oh, they do. Yeah, I see them at all the airports. I think it's blowing. Do they up. send you free? They sent me RX a box now? of them, and here's what's hilarious. I should apologize to RX bars. They sent me a box of them, and they said if you do your podcast as a video, please show one of the RX bars. You ate them all. I ate them all. I didn't know I had to show them, so I ate them all. Hold on. <laughs> Let's pull up an image of what an RX bar. Looks like so we can show <laughs> sort of what that you. is so we can. So, so guys, our X bar, I got you, John and Kai got you. <laughs> so it's basically it's a protein bar is what I'm trying to tell you guys. Um, it's a whole food protein bar. So the ingredients are a hundred percent natural. They're made from egg whites, dates. Oh, I love this shit. You've had them, yeah, dude. So... I got them in my house right now. Dude, you should have brought one. Damn it, we could have. I'm, I'm being totally serious. You really do. Yeah, they're you so know why? good. I'll tell you why. So, tell me. Um, this is unintentional, but uh, I mean, like, I'm happy that I have one. They, oh, they look, they we look like this. this. We didn't plan this. Here, I'll, I'll Here. show it to the. Yeah, we'll yeah. show it to the people at home. My favorite is. Oh, that's my favorite one. The one that you just pulled up, chocolate and sea salt, is the one he just pulled up. So it's literally it says right on the front what's in it: egg whites, almonds, cashews, dates. That's that's it. There's like nothing in them. It's so good. So one of my ex-girlfriends yeah. y- used to work in an office building and they would get them and she would steal like a, a sack full of them for me. I didn't <laughs> know what they were. You love the word sack, by the way. I, by we the said way. sack like eight. By the, can I tell you something? Off camera, we had a Pee Wee's. <laughs> our third guy, our musician, is the trash guy. <laughs> I don't know. what You can't really He's hear an it. off camera host <laughs> and he just <laughs> chimes in with trash noises. They're working on the apartment across from mine. I wish they would work on mine. Anyway, go on. So, um, sack is the word of the day. Sack is the word. It was on um, my toilet paper, my word of the day toilet paper. Yeah. Sack. Uh, so, Goldman Sachs. So, <laughs> the uh, just as, as long as we say it, we get, you know, it's They're points. They're sending us money. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they send us stuff. Sacks. Um, so, they send us sacks. So, send us sacks of cash. So, she stole... So many of them from me, from her office, not from RX. Somebody paid for those RX. Don't yes, worry. Yes, don't worry. And um, <laughs> and then she would bring them over to my apartment, and I would just I have so I have a ton. I mean, these are oh I don't know if I have any anymore because that was oh. a, that relationship's been over a long time. They're so good. Well, all right. I must have. Did I go buy some? I have some still. That's but hilarious. they're so maybe, good. Maybe you the takeaway like from this story is they're, they're so re- good. They're great. They really are so good. Okay, really so are. so here's the deal. You don't have to feel guilty eating them, no. which I love. And I mean, you guys know me. I'm like obsessive about food. So the fact that I'm I will only promote stuff I actually like. 
But uh, anyway, it's a whole food protein bar. What am I going to tell you guys about it? I'm just going to tell you the important stuff since this ad is already 45 minutes long. But they've been out since 2013. You can pretty much get them everywhere now. They don't have any additives, chemicals, or added sugar. That's the best part because the dates are sweet, but there's no extra sugar. They're good for right after a workout. Yeah, they're great for that because they have a lot of protein. They have the right kind of carbs. All right, so uh, anyway, they come in 11 flavors. They're gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free. Um, I already told you guys the best story about that. So they sent you a box? A huge box, and I ate them all. They seriously sent me a box of like 30, and I ate them all in like two weeks. <laughs> They're so good. So, guys, if you want one, go to rxbar.com backslash datefails. If you enter the promo code datefails at checkout, you get – 25% off your first order. I should start ordering them that I way. I was just going to say, I'm actually trying to remember <laughs> what you just said. I'm memorizing it. I know. It's rxbar.com backslash date fails. And then the promo code is just date fails. It's so easy. For 25% off, um, you can check them out on Instagram, uh, which I always think is fun to follow fitness. I like to follow fitness stuff on Instagram, and they post, like, cool fitness stuff. So anyway, one more time, that's rxbar.com backslash date fails. Uh, put in that code date fails and again it's egg whites dates almonds and then a bunch of flavors so so good boom there it Boutay. is anyway all right let's get to the real let's get to the shit let's, let's get, get to, to the, the actual let's do it the nitty-gritty um so you weren't here yeah my love life fell apart yeah <laughs> it's done i insulted the guy's performance in bed there's no coming back from insulting a guy's performance in bed no because you'll you'll always sort of have that between you 100 percent. i mean although i have a feeling the only reason he's still lingering is because somehow he wants to prove that he actually knows how to fuck yep he said to me in a text he said uh i have a lot of flaws but no one's ever complained about my cock since i had a cock that's a quote <laughs> So just so you guys know, that's um, the, the anatomy of this person. At one point, he was cockless. And then... <laughs> or or he like expected to be receiving complaints pre-puberty. And he feels like, since he never did, that yeah. he is something he had a com special. He had a cock complaint box when he was a kid. And he he was uh, dis <laughs> disappointed because he was filling no boxes. Right, he never <laughs> <laughs> here or there. He, yeah, I think that's what happened. So he, that's the, that's what he said to me. Yeah, come on. Yeah, and then you know it's very important to him that I let my friends know. That's the other thing. He's like, you told your friends I'm bad in bed, and I'm like, I told him that you quit trying. Wait a minute, you told your friends? Yes. You told the internet. <laughs> well, well, they don't know who he is though. But oh, you've never you've never is. named him? No, of course not. Not on here. I don't name names on here. Got it. The only time I ever really named a name is when I told the story about the male supermodel I hooked up with in Vegas, and I didn't even say his name, but there's only so many like hot black male supermodels working in Vegas. So they kind of got out. Yeah. Other than him, I never named anybody. I don't name names. I okay. keep it I keep it you know, I'll say things like an actor, whatever. This guy, I, I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's over. Um, also, I started talking to this football player who's super hot that I didn't tell you about. I slid into his DMs. I never do that. I was so balls out. No one slides into my DMs. Yes, they do. No one ever does. Come on. They mistake me for Jonathan Knight. Did I talk about this the last time with <laughs> New Kids on the Block? Shut up. I get tagged no. in New Kids photos. No. That is 100% oh true. Wait. You Jonathan Knight. More like Jordan. I, but but because my name, Jonathan Kite Knight, is... But it's not like... I'm not K-N-I-T-E. I am K-I-T-E. Wait a second. Hold on. I just stopped our video, so I restarted it. We, we have two videos now. Wait a second. You get mistaken. Isn't Jonathan Knight the gay one? I th he was the one who had... Um, anxiety issues. He might also be I gay. I don't that, know. I didn't mean anxiety makes you gay. For the <laughs> I thought he was. He was I, so nervous he was gay. I really thought no, no, he no. was the gay one. Maybe he was the gay character. You know how every boy band has a gay one. Don't uh, they? <laughs> is that a? T I didn't. I honestly didn't know so, that. I'm gonna have to look this. Up. Okay, wait. So people slide in your DMs thinking that you're one of the members of New Kids. No, on they the tag block? me in photos. God, it would be so much better if they were like I DMing know. you. But can I tell you? Do you have you ever seen me with my New Kids shirt? 
No. I have an original New Kid shirt from the 90s that I wear a lot on stage. I'm so jealous. I love it. I want one. I'm a huge New Kids fan. So am I. Love them. I'm so jealous of people that Did are I friends t- with this them. This guy, like, like uh, Adam, our Ray. Adam Ray, Adam a good Ray. friend of ours, Adam He's Ray. He's friends with the New Kids, and every time he posts New Kids photos. I did an event photos. with Joey McIntyre one time, and... Can I tell you, he couldn't have been a nicer human being on planet Earth. Oh, my he God. He was the nicest person. One time. So I, cool. Wait a second. Was it him? No. The whole, all the, like, Wahlberg family came to the improv one night, but not Donnie. Is Donnie a great actor, too? I, I love him. Donnie on, Wahlberg. I love him on Blue Bloods. Do you watch Blue Bloods? No, but I, I love him in movies. Whoa, I, I haven't so seen good. him on Blue Bloods, but. He's great. Um, and he's so sexy. I think he's married. I Googled it. <laughs> he's married to Jenny McCarthy. What? I think so. No. Guys, this is also TMZ. <laughs> We're breaking a lot of shit today. Breaking news. I know. I love this. We're like, I want to date. <laughs> We're talking I about old, the oldest news. Guys, did you hear that Lonnie Anderson and Burt and, uh, <laughs> Burt Reynolds? Okay, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Lonnie <laughs> Anderson? <laughs> How, How dare you did? tell this on air? I'm so sad that's over. Oh, my. Look at this. Look at this little, this little cut. <laughs> By the way, the people at home are like, who the fuck is Lonnie Anderson? <laughs> like, they don't even, they're so young. Oh, my God. Um, Wait, how? I don't believe that no one slides in your DMs. You're a famous actor. No. Come on. I'm telling you, for real, for real, on the record, for this real. This is interesting. I always wondered how many people slide in famous no. guys' DMs. I, people are, they think I'm an old Russian guy. I'm sort of now changing that perception a little bit. They think that you're bit. actually old. Yeah, they do. They totally do. That makes sense. They totally They're do. They're not as into that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, but I, I have never had someone slide into my DMs. Seriously. Ever. I'm, no, I'm, I'm like thinking That you back. were interested in, you mean. I'm sure people have that you weren't interested in. No, no, in. I mean, people have like messaged me like, we are a fan of the show. Yeah, but no one's ever been like, hey, I want to bang you. No. Interesting. No, for real. Well, I slid into this guy's DM, this football player. Yeah. And I said, what are the odds that you're single and that you're planning to live in L.A. for the off season? And I don't even know why I did it because I never do that. And then he wrote back, like, I am single, and I actually live in Hollywood. I'm from L.A. I grew up in Long Beach. But then his team made the playoffs, so now I have to wait. He's beautiful, though. He's, like, the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life. He's he's so hot. So And he is single. I, like, did research <laughs> to make sure for once. So I can't wait. So he's on my radar. Wow. I know. So that's my only... But this is the thing. When you look like you and you slide into DMs, people are like, they, they're like, yes, that's what this was for. But not like... I don't know about that, but thank you. But, you're like, but you know, think about it, like your brand, which we were talking about off mic, about how like you... But you do have a specific brand, like... And, and the and the I brand think, is the problem because I'm afraid that guy's gonna look at my Instagram and then just think like I'm just gonna be an easy hookup. But then when he meets me, he'll find out the truth and we'll see what happens. Well, that's the thing, but that's life, right? Yeah. Isn't that because yeah. they'll make up? That's him making his decisions about you. Exactly. That's, and we do that anyway. Even if there wasn't Instagram, True. we would make that decision. Like about I somebody. assume that all athletes are like players and hook up with tons of chicks. Well, all athletes are players. Well, professional athletes. <laughs> They're professional the, they're players. Pro, they're professional players. But I'm But you mean playas. Playa. We're going to drop the R, guys. With the A on Jeopardy, it would oh be my playas. Goodness. Uh, but yeah. Gangsta. It's not is always that, true. I know. Is that nuts? Is that crazy? Um, yeah, but you're right. It's not always true. There's plenty of, uh, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think about athletes I know that are, <laughs> no, all the athletes yes, I know are players. I know, know all of them I know are players. They're all playas. Yeah. 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 All right, so back to you. So no one slides in your DMs. No one. Um, but I want to hear about your trip. You just got. But back. you do say you said I was single, but I'm not. I have a girlfriend. What? Yes. Wait. I'm not. What? Yes, but I can't name names. Wait. What? <laughs> Hold on. A girlfriend since last time I saw you. You didn't have a girlfriend. We. That was like a month the same and a half girl? ago. Yes. Yay! I like that girl. I know you She's do. She's cute. She is. She's oh, cool. I didn't know. Okay, so he's not single. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. ladies. I um, was going to make an announcement about it. I'm so depressed no, now. No, I know because, I, one because of the, the conversation we had off mic, I was like, this is not what you want to hear right now. No, I'm actually really glad. Okay, great. So you have a girlfriend now. Yeah. Wait, did she go with you on your trip? She came out for the second part of it. So I went to Talk India. Talk about the trip. No one knows, so including I me. I went to India and- When did you go? Um, over the winter holiday. So I went like for two or two and a half weeks or something like oh, over Christmas and New Year's. I feel like you were gone for a year. And some of Hanukkah. I missed you. 
And Kwan- I think most of Kwanzaa. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, I was DMing you on, I was messaging you on, on WhatsApp. Um, WhatsApp to be like, I told this guy his dick sucked. And John was like, great, I'm on vacation. No, I did not say <laughs> no, that. I'm just kidding. No, no, I was like, I was kidding. like 12 hours ahead or, yeah. you know, I yeah. was like, I, 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 I was 12 hours ahead. <laughs> so I knew that 12 hours ago. And, um, no, no, the, um, trash guy, he gets it. They can't hear it. Don't worry. Oh, they can't. There's a trash guy outside like dumping this bricks. is annoying that th- why isn't the trash guy louder i know but you can't hear to get it. my references they can't hear it i don't think on the podcast but on the video they probably can who knows anyway go so on. watch the video for these hilarious <laughs> moments for sounds um, of trash so i went to india and it was and i've you know i travel quite a bit yes and i try to go places that are really different than us than the lifestyle that we tend to leave and um India, it really is, because even though it was colonized by the British and they left in 1947, they have a caste system. So, like, the whole way of life there is super different, right? So, like, in America, whatever yours and my parents did for a living, it doesn't matter. If you want it and you want to be a comedian, you just become a comedian, right? Well, my experience was that that whenever you see here, like, poverty is – there's, like, there's a – like America, there's a huge line between rich and poor. They don't really have a middle class that I saw of. And so the the, the, the crazy the, – the, the biggest eye-opening thing for me was that there is so much poverty there. And, you know, there's slums. Like that they have like, like what people would have seen in Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, That's yeah, literally yeah. what it looks like, and it's right next to places that are exceptionally wealthy. So it's either really upper class or really or, lower yeah, class. Yeah. There's nothing like, like this. Right. And it seems – it seems I'm like calling this middle yeah, yeah, class, yeah. even though it's obviously is, more toward the lowest. No, come on, not, not with not with <laughs> this kidding. throw, not with this throw. <laughs> My mom made this. Thank you. This throw, <laughs> she did. She did. Yeah. The on. theme of this is that. Enchantment Under the Sea dance. By from the way, Back the, the colors in my living room—it looks like a toddler lives in this room. Can I be honest with you? <laughs> um, th- this looks a little bit like um, like a, a corner of Pier One where they're trying really? to do a beach theme. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like here's the best part. Here's the best part is that I, this couch is actually a sectional, but it was taking up too much space, so I just broke it in half and put like half the sectional in the corner. You guys can't see it's it. It's like a like... shipwrecked couch. <laughs> Even the couch is on theme. My place is. A she disaster. has surfboards in the corner, and then I have the most amazing artwork you've ever seen still in the in the tubes thing, in the tubes, not framed yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, more. you know what it is. That's what ships did. They delivered packages, <laughs> and we can't open those because we are just the crew. Those are meant for somebody, We're okay? For royalty, to we pay. are honest pirates. <laughs> that's the that's what this looks like, by the way. The theme of your apartment is honest plummeting, <laughs> like honest. Like, also, pirating. by the way, I'm not allowed to paint, and even my landlord, when he came in, was mad that I nailed things in the wall. And I'm like, dude, I have to put something up. It's all beige. Everything is beige. My couch is beige. The fucking yeah, it's walls, the be- it's, it's the sand beige. from the beach. <laughs> all right, that's I- why everything else is blue. So, so it's not India, all right? I actually think the slums of India probably are nicer well, looking. Well, no, there's a lot. So the slums of India, they're, some of them are really bad, but some of them aren't. So they all, a lot of them have direct TV dishes on them. No way. And doctors live in the slums. That there are, wow. per, there are you know, respected professionals that live in the slums. But in, in, in this was a little bit from information that I gathered, but also from sort of just talking to people. I think it's very hard to climb in that system. Whereas here, you know, it's you sort of like it. that was a loud trash one. We all got that one. <laughs> but you know how because they if they were born a certain at a certain level, they stay there. And yeah. so like the rich keep getting richer and the poor stay poor. Wow. And if you want to sort of move up in your station, you leave the country, you know, because there that's why there's so many Indians spread out there in America and England. That and, makes sense. And um and so there, there are there's, but because the population is so huge, is the video going to go out because no, it's, it's dark. Fine. It's fine. Um, the uh, I, I'm also the tech guy here. Uh, <laughs> I'm tech support. So that there was a real, it was eye opening because I and I didn't realize that about them, and it, I think it went out. It's fine. It's going. Keep going. It was, but it was a fun trip. I went to Delhi, uh, New Delhi, Old Delhi, which is um, you know like next so to each jealous. other. I went to Agra. Which is where the Taj Mahal is. How was that? That w- it was, it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen that was man-made. You guys have to follow Jonathan on Instagram if you're not, because the photos were so Thank you. cool. Ha- so some of them are mine, and I'm at Jonathan Kite, 
And um, some of them were taken, which I give photo credit to uh, my childhood best friend who always goes with me, um, Eric from Dallas, that I keep trying to hook it up with. Sean so, um, wants me to marry his best friend, Eric. He is very sweet. I just think that you would like him. He doesn't live here, though. No, no, he doesn't. I need a but, boyfriend in town. Well, but <laughs> but he lives in Dallas, which isn't that far. And by the way, he's a homeowner. I'm trying to sell him like he's the end of like like he's like I'm trying to sell him like he's the end of a uh, of uh, what is it? uh, (laughs) I can't even think. Price is right. Showcase. Yeah. He's He's got a new car. Yeah. Well, well, we'll get to that after the break. Is he a doctor? also? No, he is. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. That'd be nice. I need an MD, a physician. He's a surgeon. And you know what he is? He's a pediatrics ENT. Works with kids. Amazing. One of the best hearts of anybody you'll ever meet. I'm seriously. Um, so if anybody out there, check him out. He's on my page, too, if you're interested. He's single. <laughs> hey, he's for me. Back off, fucks. You ju- <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Check him out. Hashtag back off, fucks. <laughs> um, but so anyway, I went with him, and um, we saw the Taj Mahal, and then we went down to southern, uh, not super south, but but more southern, uh, which is Mumbai, uh, Bombay. And that was really cool. And then we went to Goa for Wait, New Year's. So it's you, your best friend, Eric, and how many people were with you? Was it all guys? So when we get out there, a friend of mine who lives in um, out just outside of Delhi named Ashwini, he lives there. And so he took us around Delhi, and that was amazing. And then we took a day trip by ourselves with a guide to Agra to see the um, Taj Mahal. And then we then went to Mumbai, and a really close friend of mine who lives in Shanghai, Tony, was supposed to come out. And unfortunately, his mother got, like, she got deathly ill. Yeah. And so he stayed in Shanghai with her. So, um, but Eric actually had friends there. So we wound up hanging out with his friends. And then we didn't know anyone in Goa. So we we just, like, met people in Goa. We just were like, hey, what's up? And we just sort of met people. And Goa is on a lot of people's lists for one of the top places to have New Year's. And so that was fucking incredible. So you guys partied there. Yeah. Now, I have questions because I've never been to India. What is this? Shoot. I mean, the women are very covered up there, correct? Yeah. Do they show their face? They do show their face, right? So, yes. uh, If you're Hindu, so 70% of the population is Hindu. About 25% is Muslim. And then I think 5% is Christian with a little bit of Judaism in there. Okay. But they are they are the land. India is known as like the land of all religion. Right. That there's a lot of religious freedom there. So I wonder what the dating scene is like there. Did you get to. So my friend was on Bumble while we were there. And they it have was Bumble? Slim Pickens. Oh, okay. Because a lot of them, half of them are arranged marriages and then half of them are love marriages. Still arranged. Half of them. Half the population arranged marriages. Wow. Yeah, and then half are love marriages. Can you imagine being in an arranged marriage? So your parents pick it out for you. Yes, and we would go when we went to a we went to a bar, a hotel bar at the St. Regis Hotel. Uh, shout out to St. Regis. Love to stay there for free. Um, they <laughs> there too. was there was a dinner going on between two sets of parents and their children. There were being arranged, and they weren't talking. And we were there was what? we were sort of eavesdropping. On that conversation. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be so weird. Yes, it was and very weird. And then they stay married forever. Forever. Those guys must cheat so much. Uh, Is it even cheating there? I don't think. I mean, my friend Ashwini was in is in a um, an arranged marriage and has been for a while and he has two um, wonderful daughters and his wife is just an, a wonderful human being. And, um, I mean, he's they both seemed very happy. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, how old are they when they get married if it's arranged? That's a good question. I don't know. And I don't I think his wife right now is early 40s and I think that their their daughters are one of them is about to go into college and the other one is I think so in high school. So they were like school. 20. Yeah, early. See, sometimes I think like the older you get, the harder it is to be compatible with someone. Like when I got married at 19, when I look back, even though it only it lasted 10 years, yeah. but when I look back, I go you know, we really had everything in common and we got along and we didn't fight much. Like, those weren't our issues. But then I think to myself, maybe that's just because when you're that young. Yeah, you don't have any life experiences that, that sort of shape you. Yeah, and it doesn't take as much. If you much. come from similar backgrounds, right. then you're going to have a similar palette to pull from. Yeah, but now when I meet people, it's like it takes forever just to even see if you get along. I totally get it. Yeah, I agree. See, I think if you get married young, the key is to just stay married. 
no matter what. I really think that sometimes. I'm like, maybe people... Well, think about how many marriages were like that that weren't arranged back in... You know, and that the people, the divorce rate was, I mean, it's now higher than it ever is before, and people are getting married later. Well, think about how much harder it used to be to get caught cheating. Like, I know my dad cheated on my mom all the time, mm. and eventually she figured it out because she would find, like, credit card receipts from, like, strip clubs, or not that that means you're cheating necessarily, right. but... But it was so much harder back then to figure things out without... Oh, now everyone's a detective. Everyone is a social media Sherlock Holmes. Well, yeah, like even though I told you today, I go, I never look at people's Instagrams. But the last guy that I was dating, I finally was like, I got to do some research because I feel like I'm crazy. There's got to be someone else. And sure enough, I'm pretty sure there was someone else. But without Instagram, I never would have thought that. Yeah, you wouldn't have any... Well, But also it gives us the idea that we have a key to a door to unlock where we never saw that door before. That's it's like true. A, you know what I mean? It's like a whole new w- realm. You know, it's a universe that, that sort of leaves clues about who people are. And so there are some people that are not like, like um, you know, I'm trying to think of like what my girlfriend's Instagram looks like. Like it's not, it like tells something about her, I guess, but like not, there's nothing like, you know, it's like some people post like the most personal stuff, you know, right. and I don't do that. And I know that there's some people that like if you look at their stuff, it literally looks like a timeline of what's sort of happening. Well, is she in, their in entertainment? Life. No. You're, see, no, no. I think that's the thing. Like if I wasn't in entertainment, I would just make my Instagram private and it would just be for my friends and family and it would be a lot more personal. And like I would probably post like photos with friends more and family, but because it's so public. I treat it like a business. Do you know what I mean? Of course. I treat it like a business, too. Yeah. But when I meet guys that aren't in entertainment, but their Instagram is, like, all, like, them with hot chicks. or I mean, if they're not in entertainment, I judge them a little more off their Instagram. Well, I here's the thing about Instagram, and I, I enjoy the app. I didn't have it first season of the show. And I admit, I was one of those people who was like, this is a... Fa- I, number one, I didn't have an iPhone. And it was exclusively for iPhone, remember, oh, in the right, very right, beginning? right, yes. And so I didn't have one. So I was like, no, nah, you know what? Like, the, I won't join this thing because sort of MySpace had tanked, you know? Yeah, you're like, this is going away. I did. I thought it was going to be a fad. Yeah. And then season two, we were doing so much promotion and the good thing is, you know, which I think now it's sort of an everybody's thing. But in the beginning, you know, Twitter and Instagram was either a professional thing for people like us. Yeah. Or it was a young person's thing. Right. True. Like how most social media needs to catch up. So the girls on on the show uh, uh, too broke the show that I was on. Um, they 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 were very young when it came out. So like they were superstars at it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they were like they were so savvy and so smart. I think Kat Dennings. Um, has like over 2 million followers it's crazy. and she's a great photographer and she really knew how to um and, and I also think of Kat as like a very respectful private person like yeah. she definitely keeps her um her personal life her, separate. yeah which I respect about her a lot and at the same time she's like great at social media and she's really able to be really open and sort of like show like peaks into her life yeah. to share that and then I remember thinking like damn I need to get Instagram and then it hurt me because everybody had sort of like shared that they were on it. So now everybody has like a million followers and I have like a <laughs> hundred thousand. You only waited till the second season though. So you, I mean. But, but they did bananas. We did bananas promoting that first oh, year. And I why. wasn't a part of, I mean, I was probably in clips and stuff, but I wasn't like in photos. Like if you go back and look at really old photos of like Beth and Cat and Matt and all those people, they're like sharing constantly because yeah. they're like hoping to promote the show. I mean, helping to promote the show. And sort of cross promoting with each other, yeah. And I'm not, in but also, also though, you are a guy, and no matter how famous guys are, 100%. they still have less followers. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Women rule social media. Absolutely, it's just the way it is. A guy wrote to me the other day, like, Kate, what would you suggest for me to help build my social media following? And I wanted sex to be like, change. get tits, yeah, yeah sex <laughs> change. Seriously, it's it was truth. Bruce Jenner, Do you know? and that's what happened. That's why. <laughs> He, she did it for the following. And now she's Caitlyn, and you're welcome, Caitlyn. Bruce was Um, dying, but Caitlyn is killing it. And by the way, like, it is nuts, but I don't, I try to shy away from posting as many sexy photos lately, but then I post one. That naked photo I posted got 10,000 likes. Wait a minute, I don't even see this I've never posted it. Yes, you did. I think you liked it. I've never, because I looked to see which comics liked it, because I was like, comics are going to hate this photo. That's so funny. I think you were one. 
But uh, anyway. Well, I just, I mean, we're, I mean, to be honest with you, we're as friends, I think I just like all your posts. You know I think, what I mean? Uh, yeah, well, we're friends. I don't know where it is, but if it's just, it's just, oh, here it is. It's just me in my bed with a pile of money. <laughs> Wait a minute. You did, I. I took this. And I didn't like it, but guess who did like it? Your girlfriend? My friend, Eric. He's he the. did? Yes. Oh, that's him? Yes. Oh, now it has 11,000 likes. I mean, I don't, here's the thing, though. I don't, I'm pretending it's because the caption was so clever. <laughs> That is so funny. Anyway. If you're just joining us. <laughs> if you're just joining us, um, go to my Instagram. and No, so, but back I, to. I did stand up in India. So uh, right now, here's the coolest thing that I think some people know and some people don't. India is really having their golden age of stand up the way that LA and New York did in the 80s. No because, way. So my theory is, you guys all know what Bollywood is, right? It's like Indian Hollywood. And um, they are incredible at doing their own thing. Whereas you think that a lot of American filmmaking has sort of inspired most of the other filmmaking around the world. Okay. That's what, that's my personal opinion. I think that there are clearly other unique ways that, that, that are maybe like a Turkish way or an Israeli way or a Spanish way. Sure. But I think that, that American, because we are so loud and so good at advertising that I think American filmmaking and a lot of foreigners, like even if you look at Spanish speaking people, like Benicio del Toro or um, uh, Javier Bardem, who are two of my idols. One of them is, um, I think, Benicio's from Central America, and Javier is from um, uh, Spain. He's so hot, but the the hottest. I mean, yeah. and they're so talented. Like I just, I'm such huge fans of them. They they do. Um, they're big in American culture as well, right? Right. So, but Bollywood stars, there haven't been a lot of them. Now, some of them have have come over and been able to, you know. But even if you look at um, Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, Anil Kapoor, uh, he plays the um, the host of, yeah. of, of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He is a Bollywood star, and and he does like great, amazing things over there. He just bought the rights to Twenty Four. Oh for, wow! So he's being he's India's Jack Power. So, I love but, it. but 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 um, but Dev Patel is British, who played yep. the lead. So it's like there's not a lot of crossover, and they because their population is so big. And the movies are so cheap to go to. They're $4 a movie. Even the oh, biggest wow. ones, you know, the, the, they have sort of maintained the strength of their individual identity, which has allowed them to evolve in their storytelling, which is a higher understanding of comedy. Yeah. So they are they are with us. They have their own thing, That's, so strong, bigger population than we do. It's pretty and amazing. so they can do stand-up and really do cultural references that are not physical. Whereas you look at a lot of other cultures, that are sort of, I don't think, as advanced in terms of their, uh, in terms of a global storytelling, that they do a lot of physical stuff because it's more, it's everybody can sort of understand it. Sure. Whereas they really do like what we do. They do turn a phrase and they do, huh. you know, it's really impressive. And so I got to meet a lot of the comedians over there. And there's guys like Veer Das. Do you know who Veer Das is? No. Oh, he's like one of the biggest comedians in the world. He is Indian and he did a special where he did half of it, I believe. I think it's Mumbai, and the other half was in New York. So he began by doing part of it in Hindi. That's what uh, my friend Nimmer did. Do you know Nimmer? Have you met him here? No. He's Lebanese, but he was like the first stand-up in Lebanon, like really ever. Like he kind of mm -hmm. made stand-up a thing there, but he's so fa he's like Dane Cook famous in Lebanon. Yeah, yeah. well that's what fear is. Too. And the thing is they have YouTube because it's free. That's how all their comics sort of become. For them it's like a big like them because we were talking about the difference of YouTube here and there whereas you know if if um if you know Kevin Hart wanted to do new jokes, he wouldn't put them on YouTube because right. he'd save them for a special, right? right? Even though a lot of Kevin's Although stuff is I on think, there. Although I think that that's like starting to shift a little bit where comedians, well not like a Kevin Hart, but I'm trying to I've I've been talking to comics about putting more shit just on YouTube because yeah. the chance of it going viral. No, but that's what I mean like Veer like for their biggest comic, yeah. it's they they use it because that's the main source. Whereas that's if you smart. look at Netflix they have, they said only like 6% of the population uses Netflix in so India. Smart. So they really YouTube is a great space for them. And so anyway, I did shows in Mumbai at um at this club, and they were so canvas comedy club. Um, it's in a, the, a mall that was connected to the St. Regis Hotel, and it shout was out um, shout out St. Regis <laughs> hashtag What up, girl? And um, and um, it was great. It was really the audiences were super receptive. Did you do the same material? I did new material about India. Interesting. And I wrote a bunch of it. I wrote just kind of like their way of life it's and sort so of fascinating as an, to as do, an outsider. To and then I did it, Trump. Yeah. 
I did do oh, Trump did. just because right now they're going through a political change of of um of conservatives and sort of like how he's orange and um uh, and that that's a color for them. That's a national color for them is orange and black and sort of like this new party that's coming. So I did like jokes about that and um it was it was great and the comics were all super friendly and they were there were some really hardcore political comedians there and I hung out with this really young guy so it was like it, I mean the political guy was a little bit older and there was just a lot of them doing their thing That's and dope. it was really cool and so I might go back in April to do a tour oh nice and so that was really fun and um, it was just nice to meet because they were like working comics. You know what I mean? Like yep. they were it, it wasn't um, it, it was a book show. I got lucky enough to That's meet three cool. book shows in a row. That's so awesome. It was awesome. It's so fun to do. When I was in Singapore, did I, did I ever tell you this? I went on a military tour. We got stranded in Singapore. Long story, which, by the way, is the worst place to be stranded. It's an amazing place to visit, but it is maybe the most expensive place I've ever been. It is. Like Beverly Hills. It is, the whole thing. It's the cleanest, one of the cleanest countries in the world. Oh, it's crazy. And people don't know this, but English is the national language of Singapore. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I, we got stuck there. And but me, so I mean, at least if you're stuck there, like you, you could, if you were speak lost, English. you could like find your way. That's true. And, and so we found a comedy club in Singapore and we went in and performed there. And it was my first time performing internationally for not Americans. Right, like, right. Troops is easy. But I was wondering how it was going to go over. And everything, I was so shocked that everything worked there. Well, part of it is that, like, so everyone speaks English because I played Shanghai as well. Yeah. And if you, what I noticed a lot in, from the Hindi comics, I think most of them were, um, they would do the setup in English, but they would do the punchline in Hindi. Because they... That's so weird. Be, but it's just because that's their native language. Yeah. And, I mean, they, they all spoke, I mean, impeccable English. Like, there wasn't... I mean, everyone had an accent, but it's like they spoke absolutely as well as you or I. And so, for whatever reason, I mean, there were, there were punchlines that were in English, but a lot of them, because I would watch, and I would sort of try to that's figure so out weird. what their punchline was. Yeah. And some of them were in English, but, but a lot of them were in Hindi. Huh. Well... I think that if you're uh, taking a trip to India, you should go check out the comedy club uh, in the mall. Yeah, ma- mall. The, what's it called again? Canvas Comedy Club. Canvas. It was great, club. dude. I want to go. I want to start traveling more and doing shows overseas. I really want to do China also. It's great fun. I have only done Shanghai, but I did a couple shows there and I had a blast. Ugh. The Pearl Theater in Shanghai. I want to go. Um, I'm pulling up questions. Great, let's okay? do it. Let's do some date fails questions from you guys because now you have a girlfriend and I have no one, so yeah. I really have nothing. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, okay, how about this? Date fails question. Is it good friend etiquette to stop communicating with your friend's ex after their breakup? Ooh, good question. Um, I would say for the most part, yeah. Like when I meet, if I have a girlfriend who starts dating someone and I become friends with the guy... Always in the back of my mind, like, that guy's going if if they break up. I don't stay friends with people's exes. I don't either. No. I don't even think you really should become friends, though, with them outside of... Like, I would never text one of my girlfriend's boyfriends for anything. No. Without her permission. I mean, unless you guys had something common, like you work together... Or if it like if it, you if they had been together for a long time and something developed outside of that where you're yeah. like oh now I'm friends with Terry as well. Although there is a caveat, right? When you work together, because I was going to say I have had some girlfriends date comedians I know, and then like it's like there's one comic I've wanted to have on this podcast, and I've never had him on because my friend kind of dated him and it ended so bad that I feel like she might get mad if I had him on, so I never have. So that's kind of Har- weird. Harvey Firestein. Harvey, <laughs> Harvey Firestein. He's like, listen. <laughs> Who the fuck is? Yes, Harvey. Who is Harvey Firestein? Harvey Firestein. He's a legend. Do you not know Harvey Firestein? Is this a joke? No, for real. Harvey, Harvey. Firestein. Harvey Firestein. Look no. him up. He wrote Kinky Boots, that Broadway musical. Yeah. And he he was the other. He was Robin Williams's brother in uh, in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. He was. Oh, oh my God! You look just like yes. mom. Yes, I know hyster- you're talking about. He's so funny. He's brilliantly uh, funny. Yes. Okay. I do know who you're talking about. I I thought you were making a Harvey Weinstein joke. Well, I used to do this. I go, here's my impression of mistaken identity. And then I go, hello. Who is this? (laughs) Have I ever? How dare you? And then it all makes sense. Yeah. Um, How about this? Do you or the fellas have go-to places for a first or second date in L.A. or other? Um, 
I really like first dates in places where we can like play a game or do something like Dave and Buster's you active, mean? something like that, or uh, like shoot pool. I don't know. I think the first date is good to do something active. Like I don't like when people are like, "Let's go see a movie." That's the dumbest. That's thing. the dumbest you can't thing. Talk. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, but I also think that you shouldn't always have a distraction. Like, I think the first one is good for having a distraction because it sort of eases both of your nervous minds. Yeah. But I think a dinner and even if you don't drinks or whatever should be within the first couple dates just to see if you can stand being around that person without bowling in the way. I agree with that. You know, one of the best first dates I ever had, actually, we met at a bar and we had a drink and we ate. And then we were like, let's just take a walk. And it was in Hollywood. And we just kind of walked for like an hour and we talked and we just like people watched. But something about taking the walk. For sure. And also like I, I read this tip somewhere. This is a tip for guys. But they said um, for guys, if you hit like more than one location on a first date, it tricks the girl's mind into feeling like she's she been on more, more than one yeah. date with you. So then somehow they feel like they know you better. And they don't feel as guilty. That's they, what like, we're about on this podcast. Tricking Everything, like, women. Tricking women. <laughs> Whatever was going on in Hollywood right now. I don't mean trick them. No, but, I know. But I mean, it is, there is something to it. It's like, tricking women with Kate and Jonathan. I'll tell you something. I went on a first date the other night. I talked about it on here. It ended very badly because the guy took his pants off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told you about it and oh. I told them about it. But one thing he did that was really smart is he touched me so many times. And not in a like sexual way, but like... There is something too if a guy just finds a way to just touch uh, yeah, you a bunch yeah. of times, you start to feel comfortable. And he was playing a secret game of tag that was, you never knew you were a part of. <laughs> He's like, "You're it, you're it, you're it." I'm like, "Yay!" Um, but I'm he, it. This guy thinks I'm it. Also, he, he. I've had other guys do this too, and I hate to admit that it works, but it does. He took me to a party where a bunch of his friends were, and he held my hand, and he introduced me to all his buddies. And for a girl, like, if you have chemistry with a guy and he does that, then in your mind you kind of go, like, wow, it already feels like we're a couple. It feels like I matter to him. That's what it is. But then I will say one thing I noticed that I probably wouldn't have noticed years ago, so I'm growing, is I noticed at the party... That he touched all his girlfriends many times as well. And I, in my mind, I remember thinking, oh, this guy just is a touchy person. Yeah. So then I was like, it doesn't mean anything. And it like wiped it out of my brain. But, but you're right. I don't think that most people would acknowledge or they would. They wouldn't notice. They wouldn't pick up on that. No. Yeah, that really worked. Like introducing a girl to your friends makes the girl feel like you're but you know super what this, into Let it. me tell you something. You know what this pod, this, you know what this is right. Just it felt like, okay, so take a girl out of places, touch her a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, I'm not telling you to like molest the woman, but look, a lot of guys listen and they want tips on how to score. Of course I get it. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and look, don't be a dick. Okay. I'm not saying don't fuck them and not call them again if you're not interested, but I'm just saying, that you know, if you do, if you do take a girl out and introduce her to your friends and hold her hand and touch her a lot, she probably is going to feel like you really like her. And if you don't, you're an asshole. How about that? Can yeah. we add that part? Absolutely. On? But um, also, if you if you take a girl, tell me what you think of this. Okay, when you were single, yeah. you have a girlfriend now. For you, is it a big deal to bring a girl? Like, let's say you go to a party, would you bring a girl that's just like a first or second date? No. You wouldn't even do that. I don't mix business with life. I just, for me, I, because a lot of times if I go, it's... Networking. It's a network thing, a networking thing. Well, and what then about I'm out, a, birthday, a birthday party? Like if it was my birthday, like a friend, like something like that. No, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't? No. See, that's I, interesting. I bring, I, you know why? Because I, I had an experience a number of years ago with this um, real climby person. Mm. And um, it was one of those things where I wasn't like, I wasn't aware. Number one, our schedules, we were just, it was very casual and we were dating um, for, you know, such little time. This was years ago. And um, she, I would get here through the grapevine that she would be really pissed off that I didn't invite her to these things. And it was like, yeah, because I'm there trying to, talk in the network and sort of do my thing obviously not your birthday party but i just mean in general I know what you mean, yeah. and then and then she was like well i want to go to those things too and then i thought well let's just meet up afterwards it has because right now i whenever i take somebody somewhere whether it's a guy friend or a girl it doesn't matter 
I want to make sure that you are comfortable, that everything, because our world is so weird. You don't have to babysit so them the whole time either. And also, our, we, we have a weird world. Yeah. And, and part of it is that I'm sensitive about to that, and I don't want to just throw somebody into the wolves you know, and they, and so I like to make sure, not to micromanage, but just to kind of make sure that you're comfortable and that things are okay. And, you know, I got to go do this thing over here. Um, just let me, give me two seconds so I can say hi to this person. And then I don't want it to become like this whole production. And so usually I'll yeah. stop by for a very little time. And um, even when my buddies are in town, like Eric came to an Emmy party of with me like two years ago. I think we only stopped by, and he happened to be in town and was staying with me, which is why he came. Yeah, for literally an hour. Yeah, I mean and that those was things the, are he, networking. And he was here, and I had to go. I, it was just one of those things where I. Well, it was fun. I had a good time. It wasn't like I was forced to go, but it's just you know I went. Yeah, and I, you know, and he knew, and I was like, hey man, I just got to go say hi to this person, but he's also known me my whole life, so it's different with a friend too. I mean, that could be an opportunity for him to meet someone. You never know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but I I do think it's weird, like. I remember I was seeing this guy. I was so into this guy. And I met all his friends, like, very quickly. He would invite me to things where his friends were. He would kiss me in front of them. And to me, I was like, oh, I must be, like, the only girl he's doing this with. Because he wouldn't be, like, bringing me around one day, then the next week bring another girl. That's nuts. But then I eventually found out that he would do that. And then I felt like it made me look stupid. Like, to me, I was embarrassed. Like, oh, these guys must think I'm so dumb because I'm here like holding his hand like he's my boyfriend and then the next day it's a different girl doing that. So I was just more like it reflects bad on me, which is why I don't think you should do it unless you really like right. someone. Right. Uh, well, I, I agree. I think for me, I don't I don't casually – I mean, I think that with the, the amount of time I think that you and I have, it's like – you know, you really you want to make sure that you maximize it and that you're not sort of just like spreading butter to, you know, too much over toast. And so yeah. I think when I'm well, I know when I go to do things, I try to be focused about it and very intentional about it. Yep. And so for me, if, if I need to kind of separate those two things to kind of get to maximize what I'm there to do and not having to pull my focus to then have this person in any way feel less than the way I do feel about them. I get by that. just sort of being, you know kind of caught in the shrapnel like oh you didn't hang out with it's me it's funny though because as a girl i can see like that last guy i was dating yeah it really did bother me that he would never invite me to parties and stuff he would go well to. you guys were together though or like hanging out for a long time and yeah, he never but i do get it like it is business and it's work but then part of me is like but he knows i'm in this business too and for i'm sure. not using him to climb and I would never be like someone at a party that's like hanging on you. Like I'll go do my own thing and talk to people. So For then sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I want guys to invite me and I want to have the opportunity to say to no. Say, yeah, for sure. I, I, that makes sense. I get that. Um, here's another question. This is a good one. What is the weirdest thing a dude or girl has ever done on a first date with you? Oh, I'm trying to think of something really weird. Oh, I mean, weird. that guy taking his pants off the other night was kind of weird, but I guess that's not like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I had a guy at a dinner date one time um, pull out dental floss and start flossing his teeth after the meal at the table. And I was so disgusted. Oh, cool. And I remember there was like little food oh. flying. Oh, it was so gross. That would be one um i'm trying to think what else is weird that's the weirdest thing i've ever seen a guy took me to a to a mcdonald's on a first date that was a little odd and then he ordered a half coke half diet coke (laughs) 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 so i've had some weird ones yeah oh my god i forgot this one a guy I went out with sprinkled cocaine on his popcorn at a movie theater. That was the weirdest thing I ever saw. He was like, I don't put salt on it, but I do put cocaine on it. And he sprinkled cocaine on it. And then he like handed it to me. I was like, I'm good. I didn't eat it. I don't like the taste of cocaine. I do like the smell of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining like him <laughs> rubbing his gums. I forgot about all those what, things. What would you guys say? How funny is that? Oh, my God. Blow. That'd be amazing. I don't remember. This was the first year after my marriage, so this was five years ago. I don't even remember. What came out five I don't years even ago? Know. I don't know. I don't see a lot of movies. You know me. I do know you. Um, I don't. I think. I don't know. I've been. I, I've been. I think on my first few dates with girls, they're usually on their uber best behavior. 
you know, so they're always like... Yeah, girls don't do as much weird stuff. They don't. Stuff. I absolutely know they don't. Have you ever dated a fan, though, that, like, had any weird fangirl moment or anything? I... Yes. Or I went out with someone and I didn't know that they... Were a fan. Like, yeah. I had no idea. Really? Well, they were like... I could tell they, like, they... I. I never assume because I look so different. I think in life, and yeah. I don't have the. I, I don't assume that people a give a shit what I do for a living. Like I don't. I'm not or recognize you. Yeah, yeah, and I never open with. I never talk about. It. I always say if if they if they're in Hollywood, you know sometimes it what you do comes up. But if I'm like, oh, I'm an actor. I think part of people just blow past that going like most people in Hollywood would say they're actors. So it's like, I don't they think. They don't even believe you. They think that means you're unemployed. Right. Well, like, what restaurant do you work at? And they see you're at? verified. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I think for me, it's it's never, I don't think people a care, you know, or it's like, yeah. if, I, if I, but I tell them the truth. I'm like, oh, I'm an actor. And then they'll go, okay, cool. And then I'm like, what do you do? And they're like, I work here. And I'm like, oh, cool, cool. So we just sort of move past it. It doesn't yeah. really. It, it, and dates, it never is like, well, what have I seen you in? That never comes up on dates and stuff. You know what's weird about L.A., and I've said this before, is I, like, I've been on Raya again. I got back on Raya, and I've been just swiping like a motherfucker trying to meet people to distract never, me. You know, I said it before on here. I've never been on Raya. I think I I've seen it one time from a friend. I just matched with a guy on Raya that I had the hugest crush on, like junior high, and but he hasn't written me back yet, so I don't know. I don't think he's looked at it. He hasn't been on his Instagram or anything for like days, so... But anyway, um, is it Sugar Ray? I'm not. T- <laughs> I'm not telling you. No, it's not. But that would be amazing. <laughs> if I was just to pull that out, that would be amazing. But um, was it Jonathan Knight? Uh, it was Jonathan Knight from New Kids on the Block, um, the gay one. I, how bad would it be, by the way, if he was totally straight? And I've been calling him the gay one. The I, I think he's gay, though. I'm I don't know sure. what his sexual preference is. And you know what? I don't care. I don't either. 2018. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Still a fan, no matter what. Uh, I don't love you, gay. Love you, straight, Johnny. Oh. Love getting tagged, by the way, in the yes. photos. Please keep tagging. Please Jonathan keep Kite tagging me as Jonathan Knight. He loves that. I want to go on tour with you guys. I think my letters <laughs> have been very clear. But oh, what I was going to say is, I never want to ask anyone in LA what they do for a living because yeah. it feels like a a climby question. It does, but then, but then I do want to ask because I'm just curious. It does tell you something about a person, what they do, like if they're an actor, if they're whatever. So it's so weird. Anywhere else in the world, you meet someone, it's one of the first things you say. You go, "What do you do?" And they go, "I'm an account exec." Da da da. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's no big deal. But here you can't ask. Well, I think people do that, though. Like, what do you do? What do you do? Because it's such an easy icebreaker question that everyone will have to have an answer for. So, And it's not impolite. Do you know what I mean? So, But here... It also tells you a lot about their schedule. Like, if you're a bartender and I'm a comedian, we have a better shot at linking up time-wise than if you have a 9-to-5 day job. Uh, yeah, for sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I know. I, I don't think that asking people's occupation is, is taboo. But I do think that here, it, the definition of of any given occupation uh, can be fudged a little bit. Like you just said about actors, so they work at a restaurant. So it's like people want to always say that they're – like, no, I don't – and I'm sure that this is true. But most people that I imagine who say they're a doctor are a doctor. Right. They're so not usually they get, lying. Right. So if, you, if somebody says that they're a stand-up, which, by the way, obviously people get paid to do that – but there are a lot of people. I some people say what they what they hope they're going to be like. Oh, I'm a stand up, and they go, Oh, but wait a minute, you work at Starbucks? Yeah, but I want to be a stand up, so I consider myself a stand up. Yeah, yeah, you know? you're right. So, you're right. No one in Ohio is like, I'm a bank teller, and you're like, Cool, but where do you really work? You're right. That's yeah, a good yeah. point. For Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> um, this is the last story I'm going to tell on here, okay. and then we're going to get off here. But speaking of getting off, I forgot about this. I can't believe I forgot about this. I had the weirdest sexual experience the other night. I I, I wasn't going to tell any sex stories this week because but. I haven't had sex. But this was nuts, and I've never had this happen before. Okay, so I know I was supposed to be doing Dry January, which I fucked up last night and drank, but that's beside the point. But I was still taking... You edible. drank last night? Yeah. You look yeah. great. Thank you. Well, I only had two. Oh, if I, if I honestly... You. If I smell a bar... Like my face. Did you ever <laughs> see the movie The Phantom Tollbooth? There was a book. No. It was a cartoon. There are these things called the doldrums that look like booger people. Oh yeah, and they're really like. Oh yeah, I know what that is. I look like that. No, I, after I, one drink, I'm my face. 
looks like a candle and it's 11 p.m. That's how I am if I have wine. Wine does that to Ugh. me. But last night I was good because I had two drinks, but I knew since I was doing dry January, it was yeah. going to really I'm doing. You up. know I'm doing that too. Yeah, I and know. And dry February and dry March probably. You're pretty much just not drinking all spring. Pilot For, season. Yeah, pilot yeah. season. But I yeah. uh, I knew, so I drank a ton of water before bed. So I That's didn't, too. But what I was going to say is, so, but I have been taking edibles to sleep. So even though I'm doing sobriety, but I take edibles sometimes to like pass out at night. So the other night I took an edible. It was one of these death stars. It's called a star of death that Joey Diaz gave me. They are oh, you were telling me. insanely potent. Okay. Wait, are so these the gummy bears? They're gummy stars. So let me tell you this. My cousin, yeah. who is the biggest Joey Diaz fan, we, oh, that's um, right. we, we, were, we go on night walks together, like just to catch up. That's how we like. Sure. Um, we were both free at night. It's so very we're very like, creepy. But well, we go, <laughs> to be honest with you, we go with guns. Listen, because yeah, uh-huh, we're uh-huh. protecting the neighborhoods. Okay. <laughs> Neighborhood watch. Let me just say something. We wear hockey masks because it's cold out. Sure. Uh-huh. 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 And um, we fire shots in the air to let people know we're coming. <laughs> and, and then we let, stab people because that's just fun. We stab people bec- if they do wrong. <laughs> Um, we're the vigilantes of Hollywood. So, uh, we, he was talking about these though. And I get, I didn't know, but he's saying Dude. the other day, Joey was like, he puts them away all the time. You and don't like, understand. He, and he said that the tolerance level that Diaz has is so high. It's like, crazy. Yeah. Like Pauly Shore ate one and passed out <laughs> on the podcast. That's how strong they are. On okay? this podcast? On Joey on, Diaz. On Joey's. Okay. So when I go on there, uh, I eat. Uh, one little point of the star. I just take a bite of the star, and that will. How get... big are they? How big? Show the me with star, your hand. The star is like this is the size of a quarter, basically. The and star. you take one point I eat of it. A point of it, and I it knocks me out for eight to ten hours. They're so potent. Okay, so get this. So the only time I take them is to sleep. The other night, I took one, and for whatever reason, it didn't put me to sleep. Like, I was laying in bed. I was trying to fall asleep. I couldn't sleep. I was anxious. I took it to help, and it didn't put me to sleep. So what happened is it actually got me high. I've never made it to the high part before because I always fall asleep first. Are you high in your dreams? Dude, no. Like, usually it knocks me out, and I'm just fucking, like, zombie, and I wake up in the morning so refreshed. This time, I was high, but I was tired. But I was lucid, but it felt like I was dreaming. It felt like taking a hit of acid. I can't, I felt like I was hallucinating. I felt like, so what happened is I started masturbating. Okay. Okay. But I felt like I was actually having sex because I wasn't watching porn or anything. I just started fantasizing about this guy. And then because I was so high, the fantasy was so real that I really like, I almost felt like I was dreaming and he was there in the dream, but I was awake. It was like the most real sex I've ever had without another person there. And I think I came harder than I've ever come with any guy in my life. So what I'm basically saying is I woke up, first of all, I, I did it for like at least an hour or two. I mean, I must've had like 10 orgasms at least okay and then i woke up in the morning and i felt like i got fucked all night like i felt like that way you feel after like a night of amazing sex but no one was there but it was like the best sex i ever had it's called ghost fuck (laughs) yeah guys we we coined it here first ghost Ghost fuck fuck. it was insane hashtag ghost fuck i was like why am i dating I have the more. I have a whole bag of these stars in my fridge. I have the vibrator. I mean, if I can make this happen on the regular, I don't need to date anymore. That's really how I feel now. It was amazing. So I just wanted to share in case you guys do edibles. I mean, maybe it's normal for people that do edibles. I never had that happen before. You should try it. Yeah. I don't know if it would be the same for guys. I was going to say, come I all night feel like, like I don't know if it would be the same. It wouldn't probably I be feel the like same. we'd be falling asleep with our dicks in our hands. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. It was, God, it was so great. The only bad thing is it made my mouth so dry, the edible. Maybe the bite I took was just a little bigger than usual. So I was so high I couldn't really walk. I I was so high that, like, 
it was drying out my mouth. I was masturbating, of course, so I'm like sweating. By the way, that's what was drying out your mouth. No, I'm the masturbating. No, it it was more than that. It was like I couldn't swallow so dry. Like the edible, like really dried me out. So I kept getting up, going to my kitchen. I get like two bottles of water. Come back to bed, masturbate, pound the waters. (laughs) Then I'd still be thirsty. But every time I would get up to go get more water, I was so stoned. I was like walking into things. I was like, it was like being wasted. It was like a marathon. Yeah, and I couldn't sleep, so I just did this all night. You were throwing (laughs) water in your face like on the the 15th lap. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I woke up in the morning, and there was like water bottles all over the floor. (laughs) Just over (laughs) you was like a broken finish line. (laughs) Yeah, I just kept throwing the water. Yeah. Oh my the Comathon. Yeah, so I feel like Hashtag Comathon. <laughs> so guys, and I if you want to donate to the marathon, um, you can send money to my Venmo. No, but it was it was uh it was kind of amazing. So Great. I thought that would be a that would be a good um it's not really a date fail, it's more like a date success with no date. So I wanted to, to share that with the listeners and you. I thought you'd appreciate that. You look horrified. No, I wish you could see your face. I'm trying to think of how like because in my head, I go, it only was two minutes. I'm, but for you, it felt like two hours. I went through hours. so many bottles of water. It had I wish, to be. I wish there, not for me, but I wish there was like a time-lapse video <laughs> so <do I. laughs> of you like just keep going in and out of the... It, no, you know, because it was like... Which is like water. And it just was like, hours because I started at like 2 a.m. No, I, that's why I want the time-lapse video so we could see the sun <laughs> do this. And, be like, and all the bottles of water yeah, yeah, and just the like caps piling all up. over the floor. And I sweated so bad. Like my bed was soaked. I had to wash the sheets the next day. It was really like I had someone over. It was great. It was really great. So guys, I just... You were in like that flash dance video. <laughs> you were like on the chair and... Yeah, so... um. I think that's a good ending to this. I feel pretty good about this episode. Yeah, we covered, yeah. We covered India. We covered a lot, by the way. You got a girlfriend. Yeah, we covered really. We, we, we covered. Did. Uh, we did. Go- we, co- we covered a uh, ghost fuck. Ghost fuck. <laughs> slash comathon. <laughs> you joining new kids on the block. Oh please. Do you have anything coming up you want to plug? Uh, when will this air? Friday. Yep. I'm gonna be at um, a Friday night. I'm at the Mint. And uh, the, the comic book store, you know, in Burbank. Yep. I'm doing that stand-up show, Jeff May's show. Check us out. It's a really amazing lineup. I think it's like the second anniversary show. Oh, cool. So it's loaded. There's some amazing comics and me on that show. And um, that's what I have this weekend. All right. Uh, guys, I am at Brea Improv Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night with Theo Vaughn, uh, oh, George are you Perez. Opening? Are you opening for Theo? Yeah, it's going to be so fun. Those shows are going to be sold the fuck out. Dude, it's going to be dope. We're going to have so much fun. So if you guys want to come, it's two shows Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. Um, definitely visit the Improv website for tickets. I'm also coming to Rumors in Winnipeg at the end of January. I'm scared because I heard it's... Like 40 degrees below zero. <laughs> I did Edmonton last early February. Oh, my God. Winnipeg. It's even colder. It's I know. negative 24 It's right where now. the polar bears migrate. Is it really? Yes. My oh, parents cool. went up there Maybe by train. Maybe I'll see one. Maybe you'll see polar bears. I hope so. That would be nice. That would be nice. So, guys, uh, check that out and uh, follow me at KQ Funny. Check out my Patreon if you want to support the podcast. Or you can always donate to my Venmo, which is also KQ Funny. And uh, I think that's that's pretty much it. John, thanks for coming on. I love you. You're the best. Thank you. Have awesome. At Jonathan Kite. Yeah. Follow Twitter, J- Twitter, Instagram. At Jonathan Kite. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Bye.